0: Before we get into this latest episode of the Empty Nerds Podcast, we got to hear from our presenting sponsor, Shift Hockey. You guys know the spiel here. Shift is absolutely saving every single hockey player who has ever existed because what they're doing is they're slashing stick prices in half. They have gone out. And they have revolutionized the hockey stick game. They have found all of the best suppliers, manufacturers, and they're making a stick that is of the highest quality. It's right up there on the top shelf with all of the best brands that are being used in the NHL. And Shift is giving you these sticks for 150 to 170 bucks, which is literally cut in half. Yes, that's a fact. Here's the thing. For when I was playing, I used to have the same stick. I'd have two of the same stick, two mm-hmm. or
1: three on the bench. Since I've been to the beer league stage of my life, I usually got one Nexus a string king, like, you know, I, there's like a, a hodgepodge of sticks I have. Yeah. I got the shift stick when we
0: started this. I got two now. I literally have two shift sticks on the bench. That's it, the first time I've done that since college hockey. It's a no-brainer. It's a sleek-looking stick. It feels amazing. It performs just as well as any stick you've ever had. I guarantee it. You can come at me if you don't think so, but you won't, because you're going to love this stick. So go to www.shifthockey.com netters. And then you're going to pump in the promo code netters, N-E-T-T-E-R-S, at checkout, and you're going to save another 10%. Guys, truly, this is an obvious situation. If you are a high school hockey player, if you're a junior hockey player, if you're in college, if you are playing beer league, if you are a parent with kids who need top-of-the-line sticks and you don't want to spend 350 bucks every time you get one, Buy a SHIFT hockey stick, use our promo code, save yourself some money, and still be using one of the best sticks on the market. It is a no-brainer. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Empty Netters podcast. We've got a ton to get into. We're going to talk about some hot ice. We are going to talk about the playoff preview because the playoffs are about to be set, which is unbelievably exciting. But before we get into that, we've got a big announcement. <laughs> Wow. Tell everyone what it is, Dan. Big news, folks the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs are here, which means the Empty Nerds podcast is going to two episodes a week. Two times. Twice. We are going to be recording every Monday night. So we will have the Monday night games going on and the West Coast games playing while we're recording. We're going to release those episodes every Tuesday, and then we'll be recording every Thursday night during the East Coast game. So you're going to get in live reactions of us watching the games, and we're getting these two episodes a week out because we need you guys to stay on top of everything going on. The playoffs are every single day. It's nonstop electric factory hockey. We can't have you guys missing any action. We can't have you guys getting all of this information a week late. So we're coming at you twice a week. So strap in. The playoffs are we're breaking
1: down every series, every game. The NHL playoffs are the most fun thing in
0: sports. So come on this ride with us. It's going to be a fucking crazy six weeks. Yeah, it's going to be unbelievable. Cannot wait. Let's get right into hockey talk. Starting with the Frozen Four, dude. We were there. Uh, huge in, before, sorry. Huge shout out to Hatrick's Tavern. Massive,
1: massive shout out to Hatrick's Tavern. Cannot wait to go back. Thank Agreed. you, Dave.
0: Yeah, shout out to Dave, the owner and GM, Hatrick's Tavern in Tampa, Florida. Honest to God, might be the best hockey bar I've ever been to in my life. No joke. Can't think of a better place to watch a game. I think Jay Serge in Montreal is a great, great option. That's a phenomenal Habs bar. Hat uh, um, Hurricane O'Reilly's in Boston for yep. the Bruins is amazing as well. We'll be there soon. But Hattrick's does it big, and it is such a cool staff, such an amazing bar, great environment, walkable to the rink. They hosted us. We had a blast meeting fans, shooting some videos just unreal times all around. The atmosphere was electric, the college fans show out. We knew that, but man,
1: they are packed. And it's a really cool thing, the basketball does this too, but having both those games, the semis, you get tickets and you can go to both. You know, so it's like there's the fans of all four schools are there. Play, the barn is packed. People in the second game are cheering for who they want to play in the first game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, everyone's got a rooting interest. The bands, dude, God, we, we made a joke earlier that we were like, the Coyotes should get a band because they're playing. They college. should, yeah. That was a, The yeah. bands is such a sick it's thing. It's so sick. <laughs> like, they score a goal and they're just going insane. The fucking tubas over their heads are going nuts.
0: That was unbelievable. Chris, bands during games might be. A top three cool thing about college sports. Oh man, it's awesome. so money and, and Michigan. <laughs> you are you have humiliated me for the last time. Yep. The fact that that and, and listen, they lost to Q. U. Who went on to win. Yeah, and, and you know you lost to the champion. Sure, Michigan, you guys are such choke artists. It's unbelievable I, in across sports these days too. Yep, and I, I've I said it on the on the our Instagram story, and I'll say it right here on the airwaves. Luke Hughes, dude, you fucking choked in that game. He, that he was, was sloppy. He it was, was really insane. sloppy. It was just trying to do too much, being too cute, turnovers everywhere. He had one electric assist. <laughs> being too cute. Yeah. He was being way <laughs> too cute. And he was. it was just turnovers everywhere. He had one incredible assist. Yeah. But other than that, I was blown away with how lazy he looked. And I, I think just his mind was in New Jersey already. He was like, the second we win or lose, I'm going straight to Jersey, I'm getting into the playoffs with my brother. And that's sick. He played last night, they won a big game, but I was not pleased. As a Michigan fan, I was not pleased. I'm not putting the Jersey on him, but I am putting, maybe he
1: was what got ahead of himself, felt like I had to do everything, which is insane when you play on a team with Adam Vintini. I I agree. uh, I agree. He was was all over the place, and not in a good way.
0: Mm -mm. Not in a good way at all. Uh, But huge, huge props to QU unbelievable first national championship in school history fantastic and those guys just played phenomenally and to come out in the final against a wagon of a team in minnesota go into overtime and then score on the overtime puck drop literally clean draw back breakout pass into the zone pass across the slot nice little deke past the goalie tuck shoot the glove sally oh it was all. Per- it was ten seconds of perfection. <laughs> Dude, Could not believe. Everyone it. was saying like, "What a set play," and I'm
1: I'm not saying that that was completely ad lib. Like maybe that is a thing they worked on, but I'd be shocked if in the locker room they were like, "Okay, coming up for overtime, let's run that set play to start if we win the draw." Like I th- I really think that was just. I'm sure maybe they've talked about that off a face off once in their lot or you know a few times in their lives, but that really just felt like it was just the game happening just it was like clean, bang oh he's open oh he's open goal yeah. and i was clean, like jesus christ crisp,
0: crisp breakout it also felt a little bit like i i wonder if they you know huddle up before the the overtime puck drop if they were like dude catch them sleeping like you yeah know, like it's the very beginning of this overtime period go out firing and they did and they won
1: dude so. shout out real quick to our dad who has coached a lot of hockey, played a lot of hockey, coached a lot of hockey in his life, coached us when we were younger. and Shout out how, Big Jim. How often did he say, anytime we were in a huge game that went to overtime, this game is going to be over in two fucking minutes. Yes, yep, that's That's true. what happens, dude. It either goes two minutes or, or 40, you yeah. know? Like, it's just, it's, no one's, everyone's nervous, no one's quite ready, locked in. If you are dialed to start overtimes, those games can end immediately. Oh,
0: red line, the second overtime starts, yep. and you will win nine times out of 10. Yeah. I genuinely believe that.
1: So that was, I've never, I've never heard dad speaking in my head harder than when they won, that, yeah. they game one in 10 seconds. I was like, wow, dad somewhere is smiling. Yeah. He's alive, by no the doubt. way, but <laughs> he's smiling <laughs> he's in Maine. He's in Maine, <laughs> smiling, it's,
0: What's up, Dad? Um, but but again, massive love to to Tampa, to Tricks Tavern. Massive love to the NCAA and the Frozen Four. Guys, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a hockey fan, and if you're not watching the Frozen Four every year, get on board. It's so much fun. These teams are so good. These players are so good. So absolutely loved it. Had a blast. Let's kick it into NHL because shit is hot in the streets, starting right off the bat with the Boston Bruins. They did it. They did it, Dan. Uh, I was they on record, did it and then some. They yeah. like
1: keep breaking records. I was on record saying I wish I didn't even want it because uh, you say they don't. They're not phased. I was kind of like I, I would be phased. I didn't want it. Now that I think Burke had a quote that he was like, once they were at sixty-one or something, he was like, now that we're so close, I want it. We Let's should just do go. it. Yeah. So I support that. Um, our buddy Dylan told us that he was pumped that they did it in they got to 63 in 80 games with like the Habs that set the record at 62 yeah. did it in 80 so he loved there was no asterisk there like we all we got to 63 in 80 obviously the overtime wins obviously obviously that wasn't Canadians a thing. fans
0: obviously chill out obviously
1: but it was pretty cool it got to 63 64 now by the time we're recording yep um if Mark is hurt it doesn't look like he is but if Mark no, is fine. hurt trying to get that
0: win that was psychopath but really cool thing it's really cool and they just keep doing more stuff right It it's you know, in the 63-win game, Pasta had a hat trick for his, I think, 14th career hat trick, got his 60th goal on the hat trick. So there's more milestones happening. With the 64th win, they got to 133 points, which is the most points in NHL history. They got to 34 home wins, which is most in Boston Sick. Bruins history. There's just, I mean, this team, man, is just, yeah. they have been making history all season long, and they keep doing it. And I will say, I am very glad they got to 64. I, I, I think it's cool that, To me, it shows that they got 62, they then broke it. And it's not like they were like, oh my God, that was such a stressful thing. We we finally got there and then you kind of just, not peter out, but lose a couple games. They're just, they've been playing the same hockey since opening night, you know, and it's like they got the 63rd win. They got the 64th win. I won't be surprised if they get 65, you know, it's like they just keep winning and it's, it's really impressive.
1: They've been a very impressive team with seemingly no floss Mm -hmm. from start to finish. Are you personally worried about Pasta's scoring rate, scoring percentage based on the rest of the team?
0: You brought this up. To me personally recently, and if you're a Bruins fan, I think you look at Pasta, and he's having a historic year, not for the Bruins, not for David Pasternak, for NHL players. He is one of a very small sample size of people who have scored 60 goals in an NHL season. Um, I think it's... Second Bruin, right? Yes. I think, I think it's insane that... Or actually, look that up. It might be him, Esposito, and one other person, but I think it is just him and Esposito. Uh, what's, what's wild about it is usually the Bruins are so strong and famous for having like six, 25 goal scores. And this year pasta has 60 and then I think the next most on the team is DeBrusque with like twenty seven, twenty six, maybe.
1: I don't think it's Jake. We keep going, unless you want to know exactly. But I, I have something to say about all this. And to answer your question, Dan, it's it's in Bruins history. It's Espo, 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 Pasta at sixty, which is the next most. So yeah, only, yeah. So yeah. Espo
0: and Pasta. There we go. Nearly fifty five. Um, is it not Jake? I think Marshy has twenty four goals. I think Jake has twenty six or twenty seven. Um. I think Berg has twenty something. I think I think Marshy and Berg have more than Jake. He missed a lot of time. I don't think so. That's the crazy thing. I think Marshy just scored last night for the first time in a long time for him. For I believe his twenty fourth, and I think Jake has twenty six or twenty seven. Jake does have twenty six. Berg has twenty seven. Berg has twenty seven. Marshy. So it goes. Brad, or excuse me, it goes pasta sixty. Berg twenty seven. Jake, 26. So this is what I want to say to you. We just talked about the other week yeah.
1: that the Oilers having four 30-goal scorers this year. Yes, And that's great depth, right? It's amazing. You know, I really top half the top here, but I'm like, they have four guys that it's pop their to top. They're top six, but... And if you extend it to 20-goal score, the Bruins have five. Pasta, Brad, Berg, Zaka, Jake. If mm-hmm. Hall hadn't been hurt, he maybe, maybe they would have had yeah. six. Creci has sixteen. Freddie has sixteen. So my I'm point sure is, Coyle has fifteen. My point something. is, if you want to take it down a little bit, another rung there, you were like, yeah, the Bruins have balanced scoring. There's plenty yeah. of depth there. But <laughs> you look at that thirty goal mark, and it's like it really is literally Pasta. And it's one of those things. As a fan, I get scared that you start. There's line matchups. They, they take the line matchups way more serious in the playoffs. Definitely you play that home team. They got. They got a headman. They got, you know, whoever, Dougie, whoever you like on D. These guys that can lock someone down. If Pasta, or dude, even if he just goes cold. If Pasta goes cold, I'm like, where are the the goals coming
0: from? Which, man, was something I was going to say. I think if you are a Bruins fan, there there is a reasonable take that in the past few years, when you get to the playoffs, David Pasternak, who is your best goal scorer, has been quiet in the past. This is clearly a different year. He's scored 60. It's clearly a different year. He just signed his monster extension. He is locked in with this Boston Bruins organization. I think he's going to have a monster playoffs. I'm not worried, but it's reasonable to say, fuck, man, I hope he doesn't go cold. I hope he doesn't get isolated by a game plan. I do think, and this is not me coming from a Bruins fan perspective, if you look at this Bruins team, yes, Pasta is scoring a lot, but we, we talked about it the other day. You look at their goal diff, and it is More 127. <laughs> yeah. The next highest in the league, I believe— I think it's the Oilers. Is— like 61. The Devils at 64. Dallas is 63, and the Oils are 62. So the Bruins are plus 127. <laughs> so, yes, Pasta's scoring a lot, but the Bruins are also winning by a lot. Mm-hmm. They're, they're having huge margins of victory in, in these games. And I think if a team goes, we're going to isolate Pasta, we're going to have someone borderline shadowing him, you then look to guys like Brad Marchand, you look to guys like Patrice Bergeron, you look to guys like Jake DeBrusque, you look to guys like Taylor Hall, Tyler Bertuzzi, Charlie Coyle, David Krejci, it's like, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. And yep, scoring, second line, third line scoring has been the Bruins' bugaboo uh, over the past several years. You just, you would hope that the scoring that you've seen from this group is going to be okay. The, and we can get off, because I agree. I think you're right. But it's, it's, it, it's
1: a concern, but I agree. Uh, and I know I'm such a Krejci stan and I have no data on, uh, how many, how many times he was, how many goals he assisted on pastas or whatever. <laughs> but it fires me up so much that they bring back Krejci, and they're like, mm. go, go play. Krejci was all his bitch, his bitch constantly was like, you don't, you don't put anyone to play with me. Like, you let, you let the perfection line play up there, and I play with idiots. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, fine, come back and, and play with Pasta. And Pasta's like, I have 60 goals. Yeah.
0: And I was like, and that was fucking obvious. You know what's been interesting over the last few games, or I would say several games? Uh, Pasta's been playing with Burt and Zaka. I know. And all three of them are on, like, five-game point streaks. Burt, I mean, a new guy, obviously, but, like, his best run by far. It's just, yeah. it's it's pretty pretty shocking to see. Uh, but okay. but stick taps to the bees made NHL hey, congrats, history, and sick. and you, you got to be real, man. You look at a record like this, and <clears throat> we talked about the what was is it eighteen nineteen lightning that uh, that got sixty two. Yeah, it was very recently. That yeah. was so. That was a season of all time, and here this Bruin team just beat it by two games. This is a record that could stand for decades. So
1: yeah and oh man that start was just so insane insane obviously they've been hot all year you got to be to lose 12 yeah. fucking games but they've just been like it was ridiculous this ridiculous season. uh okay um monster point year for pasta speaking of monster point years dan jack Hughes, start of the year a lot of us were calling 100 point season for jack upcoming dial it up i don't think you had him that high if memory serves i think you were kind of like eh, i don't know if jack's gonna get there uh, but he delivered, and he actually got really hot late, too. He's been on an absolute heater. Uh, 97 points broke the Devil's franchise record. The yep. Patrick Elias 2000-2001 record for most points in a single season
0: with 96. He's got one game left against the Caps. Hundreds on the table. We'll see. Absolutely it is, yeah. And 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 the swag, listen, 100%, I, I, I did question Jack. Yeah. I, I didn't say a single bad thing about Jack. I love Jack. But I was like, prove it, dude. You know, you, mm-hmm. were, you were pretty good last year, but... Do you have what it takes? Is this your jump year? And absolutely it is. He yeah. he, he looked at doubters like me and was like, yeah, fuck it. It damn fucking damn right stud. it is. And I love that about Jack. And I'll say the swagger that he's been playing with all season. And also he's got that little bump of Luke being on the yeah, team yeah. now. You know, he scored in, this, in his first game with Luke. He scored the last goal of, of the game, I believe. To break the record. To break the yeah. record. Absolutely. I could see that swagger bleeding over and him having a three-point night in their last game. Cause I know he wants it. You know, he said in an interview post game when he got the tying point, they were like, "What? How does it feel to be tied Devils all time?" He was like, "I want to break that bad boy." Yeah, And he's awesome. So I'm like, I could also see him now. I mean, like people know it. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. Hockey guys are so humble, and it's one of the one of the many many great things about this sport. But they're aware of everything. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really funny is you see it, especially, I feel like it's been happening a ton recently. We got Giroux's 1,000th point. We got Pavelski's 1,000th point. We got Pasta's 60th goal. We got uh, Moose's 50th goal. There's so many milestones. Every single clip that you see, someone on the team straight to the net to grab the puck. Everyone's aware. Like, you're going into games and guys are like, dude, you're one point from 100. You're one point from this. You're one goal from this. So obviously jack is going into this game going it'd be sick if i had a three-point night so i could see it i always get so devastated when I, you know i'm looking up like most points
1: ever in a season and no one's ever been over 100 uh excuse me no one has ever been over 200 except Wayno mm-hmm. four times and lemieux <laughs> once had 199 and i'm like dog
0: one you could like point.
1: i hope he went into the last game at 193 and had a <clears throat> six pointer and just couldn't quite yeah, like, enough. I'm like, come yeah, on dude uh so anyway my biggest shock when i saw this jack stat was the devil seven had a 100 point guy in the entire franchise history
0: crazy right that is crazy they've been around for long t- i mean 100 points is <laughs> you it's so funny to look at um we, I, th- I, we, we've got to do some research when the it, when the final game of the season ends to to see what else shakes out because there's some guys who are on the bubble right now. Yep. I think Marner's one point away. Yeah, I think that sounds right. I think we might be staring down the barrel of most 100 point seasons in NHL history right now. <sighs> there are so- we might be. Uh, yeah, and, and certainly if, in recent memory, and but if, I'd be shocked. And if, if not, we're we're definitely we've got to be in top five because it is preposterous how many 100-point guys are, are in the league right now. I'd the like to that, that like, You know, it's like guys who are elite, but you're like, whoa. Like, Braden Point is he's either at 100 or he's about to get it. Jason Robertson hit 100 and fucking sprinted right past it. Yep. And it's like, Pasta's at 100 for the first time. McKinnon's, uh, at, 100 McKinnon's first time. at 100 for the first time. McKinnon's at 100 for the first time. Rantanen's at 100 for the first time. He's at 100, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. And uh, Carlson, 100 points. Sick. It's like, fucking Christ, we got to talk about that, too. Yep. It's I mean... So many guys have 100 points, and it's just amazing.
1: Well, I had a similar thought process as you, and when
0: I saw this stat, my mind went like this. The Devils
1: haven't had a 100-point guy? And then I was like, actually, 100 points is pretty hard. There's probably a ton of teams that don't have a 100-point guys. So then I looked it up, and you would be you shocked how many... You're like, oh, yeah, that guy had 100 points. Oh, yeah, that guy had 100 points. Oh, yeah. like, there were teams that I was like, no chance, and then they got this guy, and then they got that guy. Yeah. It's crazy. Coming into this season, to start this NHL season, only six teams didn't have a 100-point guy in franchise history.
0: Okay, let me try to guess them.
1: Okay. Devils were one. Devils were one, and it might be gone. Yeah, and There's another one that is... Vegas and Seattle are one. Oh, yes, but there's another one that is now gone because you just said it.
0: Sharks. No Oh yeah Obviously Joe And Marlo Probably yep. did it too um, he got, uh, Dallas Yeah So yeah. Dallas
1: was one Robo just became but First But that's surprising
0: It's surprising Madonna Shockingly. never hit it
1: Yeah uh, Devils Okay
0: so wait Vegas and Seattle Don't count in these six No no they do So, okay, so Vegas and four. Seattle
1: Are obvious Devils sh- Stars definitely gone Devils may be gone
0: And then you have Two more Minnesota Wild No Krill Did he hit 100 last year Yeah Fuck yeah And I think he's about to Or he might right now I think he's like Kind of close um sabers definitely have it yep um forgive me i think they, they have a couple yeah a yeah, lot yeah, of teams yeah. have a couple there's guys you yeah yeah, get yeah. you're for like holy sure. shit um carolina no stall get out of town that's a funny, i don't that's, i don't have it listed for everyone like, i don't remember who did it but
1: i just yeah yeah it that's stall. a funny one <clears throat> um okay it's not you won't be shocked like when you get them you'll be like okay oh nashville Oh, sorry. There's, there's, you're missing three. And yes, Nashville. I'm missing three. Yeah. Well, there were seven. Okay, okay, okay. So Nashville is one. I wasn't counting Dallas because they they weren't on the list anymore. Because they got it. 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 So yeah, six. You've got Devils,
0: Vegas, Seattle,
1: and Nashville. You're missing two
0: more. (sighs) Dude, I'm gonna guess this one because. Uh, the in my opinion the best player in franchise history is my boy, and he never hit a hundy. Is Calgary one? They are not. And I was positive Calgary's gonna be on there, but they've got some because I, I don't actually Icky might have done. it. I don't think he did. I think I think no. I, I think he
1: ninety six or something. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think, was like I think he, got. He, he
0: was mid nineties, but he didn't hit a hundred. But someone some, they've got they've yeah, got okay. some a few even I think. Okay, I can't cool. remember who. I wonder if Flurry ever hit. That's what I was then. just wondering. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Krill's the only one with the wild. Yes. I think so. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Uh, fuck. Okay. Sorry. This is dead air. <laughs> no, but it's good. Um,
1: they Neither are in the playoffs this year. Uh, I would say pretty
0: historically bad. Neither. The two I need or I need three still? No, you need two more. Neither are in the playoffs. Neither are in the playoffs. Okay. Oh. Uh, huh? Columbus? Columbus. Yep. 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 Okay um ducks certainly have one um you know what man the duck they do and it's timu a, a few a, a
1: handful of yeah, times yeah. a few times um but korea did it too i forgot i didn't realize korea yeah. went when he did
0: uh gets never did it
1: oh yeah i bet he did too i was scrolling way back you know i'm sure he hit it more recently i'm not sure but i'd be willing to bet he hit it more recently um and then the yotes yes yeah the yotes which i was kind of shocked like not that donor was the most high flying scorer ever but he was just such a star that i i was kind of surprised i would have guessed them if you'd been like who doesn't have it they would have been on my list yeah but i was i was like oh
0: wow he never got there um before we move on from this just this year guys with 100 points mcdavid dry kucherov pasta matt maddie kachuk nate doug jason robinson rnh Miko Rantanen, Elias Pedersen, that was another first-timer, unbelievable, Eric Carlson, and then here's my thing, with two games left to play, Mitch Marner's at 99, with, or maybe not two games, one game game left to play, Uh, with one game left to play, Jack Hughes is at 97, Tage Thompson's at 93, won't get it, Pointer's at 92, Panarin's at 91, Crosby is at 91, dude, Sidney Crosby has 91 fucking points. Mika is at 90, Stutzel's at eighty eight. Like, you know, these guys aren't gonna hit it, but there's a very real chance that Hughes and Marner hit it. And that will be a lot of one hundred point guys in one season. yeah Crazy. Uh so yeah, pretty crazy.
1: And I'm I'm those franchises. Uh the interesting thing I thought, Dan, was if Jack doesn't do it this year, that he'll do it. That's that's gone. Yeah.
0: Jack Hughes is a
1: is a certified stallion. Vegas and Seattle, I'll kind of give a pass to even though like you're here, you should just get a good player. Like I'll right. kind of give a pass to, but Columbus, Arizona, and
0: Nashville. Columbus, I'm Arizona, like, and Nashville. A, do you have a 100-point guy coming? Well, I mean, Yost got 96 or something last year. Yeah, that feels um, not repeatable, though. Yeah. Uh, Evangelista in, in Nashville, dude. Yeah. That kid lit up London, and then he showed up, and he's almost at a point per game, in his a 10-game sample or something like that. I would keep eyes on him. Uh, Keller
1: I, could go 100.
0: I think Keller could easily go 100. And I, Johnny obviously can. Yep. He did it already. I think Schmaltzy is a good little player. Oh, that's the Flames, eh? What? I said, uh, Maddie Kachuk did it on the Flames. Did he, Matt hit 100 last year? I think so. Yeah, he, I yeah. think he might have. Um, but yeah, like Johnny Hockey, uh, and and Line a could just have a, year. Yep. you know, it, it's or Bedard or Connor Bedard. <laughs> at, at, at any of these types. as a rookie. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so that was interesting that was yeah. pretty cool I thought there Crazy would be um,
1: more teams uh, as you just said let's just give a quick stick tap to Eric Carlson we talked about him enough last yeah. week but yeah. fucking sick I knew he would do it it's
0: just so awesome, awesome and I love that he did it in a 6-2 loss where he had both goals yes like he was like I'm playing no games went into the last game of the season Pots 2 gets 100 Really um, cool post from his wife. His his daughter had a cool sign that was like "You did it, Dad" or something like epic. that. Because it, it's, I think it's really cool that he goes home and he's talking to his family and he's like, "Fuck, I'd love to get it." Yeah. and you know, everyone everyone thinks about this. The stuff. whole team, dude. And it was no. sick he did it on goals. You know, I agree. It's so swaggy goals.
1: Yeah. Um, and then you also just said this, but I just had to say because you know, uh, you know, I had to. On Saturday, Sid had two tucks and an apple against Detroit. One of those goals was another disgusting backhander.
0: He's got the best leader. backhander in NHL history. It's, it is it is It is undisputed. It's fucking ridiculous.
1: It made him the 15th player ever to reach 1,500 points. And he's 15th all time. Uh, Ovi has 1,484 for reference. They've always been so close in yeah. you know, their whole careers. Um, Sid, ha- As you said, Sid has 91 points in his age 35 season. Yep. He's a fucking legend. He's a legend. Love you, Sid.
0: But, Absolute wow, legend. It's congrats. crazy. It's crazy. I also want to just give a quick stick taps. We've talked so much shit about the Vancouver Canucks this season in jest. Um, but man, Elias Petterson has been just because the team is so bad or so lackluster, they picked it up a little bit since the beginning of the season. What an undercover stud. He this was an all three, right? I think so. He is an all-star this year. He has just been playing puck drop to puck drop, incredible hockey. He has over a hundred points. He is so young and he is so, so good. So if you're not paying attention to Petey yet, do it because he's he is a generational talent i feel like did he win rookie of the year or was he second
1: i don't know he was like he either wanted or was was right there mm-hmm. and i feel like he had a tiny dip year two and i was like oh yeah he's not quite i thought he was like the yeah, next remember, great star. remember he
0: had that interview where people were like do you feel like you're struggling and he was like what the fuck are you talking yeah, about yeah and dude? then he's like oh dude i am filth yeah and i was like oh
1: my god yeah. dude so good for him i'm really happy about that um, okay, last piece of hot ice I want to talk to you about. So uh as you guys all saw in the story and everything, and we were talking about earlier, we went to Tampa for the frozen four, it was awesome, and we had a really particularly good time with the Chicklets boys and the game notes boys uh who were there tearing it. Yeah. And uh the big news that I wanted to discuss with you is while we were in the box watching the game, Merles was like, I don't think Bedard's gonna be that good. And I was like, excuse me, sir. But he and he's a Fantilly yeah, guy, dude. He was like, shout out Merle. That was like, a
0: fire take. And
1: like, I like it. I like it. So he goes, he's like, look, I watch Fantilly out here. And and by the way, right as Merles finished this I was about to say rant. It wasn't a rant, as this impassioned speech, mm-hmm. Fantilly goes bar down on a fucking clapper to tie the game. And I was like, chef's kiss was perfect timing by yep. everybody here everybody involved but he was like his point was he was like Tilly's playing this 200 foot game he's making checks in the d zone he's scoring goals out here and bedard is this tiny little flashy forward and you know you and i were like well small g- it's the leagues different small guys are existing all over there all over the place now and he goes yeah but not righties <laughs> and i was like what and he's like name me one good small right shot in the nhl and i was like oh dude you're an idiot couldn't do it couldn't do it that's maybe the most fascinating thing I have ever heard. It was crazy, man. I can uh, even it, do it, it now. Was, it was hindsight? absolutely crazy. Like he he goes, he he did admit he was like Bedard's good. His ceiling is is pasta, and I think anyone would take that. If I if I promised you you're taking Bedard and he's gonna be a sixty goal scorer, you're like okay, that was a worthy first pick. But he's he's not sold on the generational talent because of that take. And dude, like I I did a little research.
0: I'm, I I got it right here. Here are um, right handed shots. In the NHL, of those top point guys, yeah, <clears throat> David Pasternak, and I kind of look these up. Six feet, huge, yeah, yeah, and, and and he's he's gotten big, too. yeah. Nate Dogg is a master. Eric Carlson, big, yeah, and, and even ignore D Men for,
1: for this. For this, yeah,
0: this is the first one I would consider. Mitch Marner, dude, I thought that too. Six one, exactly bigger I mean, than Pasternak. He's, he's like skinny, but like yep. let's talk short. Tage Thompson, huge. Point. Um, I think 5'11", so maybe. Will- uh, no, dude, I actually looked that up, too. I'm going to look it up again. Willie Nylander. But my bigger point is, not small. Yeah. Steve Samkos, not small. Zach Hyman, not small. And then, like, these, everyone else is literally a lefty. Claude Giroux, Alex Tuck, not small. Joe Pavelski, not small. Ovechkin, the largest man in the <laughs> world. It, it's these guys, Tyler Toffoli, not you small. You were listing
1: these guys. You were like, you know, you were Zegers and Keller... Like and you were throwing these guys in his face, and he was like lefty, 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 lefty. Merles <laughs> is a
0: genius, dude. dude there's no Merles. Good, is a, Merle's there are is no an, good small righties in the NHL. And what I love about that is Merles didn't do research on that. That's just something that clicked in his brain. Like Merles was looking at the game, and he was like, this "Dude, no, game notes, game he, notes." He game was notes. like, "There's no good small righties." Just saying. <laughs> it was the coolest. So Connor ever. Bedard is coming into the league with with the deck stacked against him. Yeah, unfortunately. So, or just change a shot. He should spend all summer becoming a lefty. What I didn't get, I, I actually, I, I borderline want to hit up Merles and see if he would answer this. Is I didn't think to ask him. All right, dude, you, you are the GM of the team with the first pick. Are you taking Fantilli? And his answer, I he think... didn't ask him, but
1: his answer is yes. <laughs> I think he would say yes. His answer is yes, without question. Oh, Merle's you sicko. Without question. Um, okay, that's it for hot ice. We got a big playoff episode coming, so let's get into it. But real quick, you want to do hottest teams of the week? Yes, I do. I would love to. Okay. Uh, First I and we've already got some comments cuz the post is up. The Oilers should be on this list because they've won 7 in a row. They're 9-0 and 1 in their last 10. They're scorching hot, but they won this competition last week and it's our last one of the season, so I wanted to get some new blood in there. Sorry Edmonton. Sorry Edmonton. Let's I'm going to go first. Let's give them some quick quacks. Quack quack quack, quack 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 quack.
0: All right, the third hottest team of the week is the Colorado Avalanche. They had a 4-0 week. They beat the Sharks twice, the Kings and the Ducks. Not a murders row of teams, but they won 6 straight and the Avs are at the top of the Western Division. Ho hum just like we said. It, it we did say that too. Yep. We were like the the Abs woke up probably about 20 games ago and we were like they're just going to come out and win the west. And here we are. Everyone was like, "Dude, the Abs struggling a little bit. Uh, they're the top team in the west." So,
1: uh number 2, the Florida Panthers, they beat Buffalo 2-1. Sorry, Dan, they beat Ottawa 7-2. They beat the Caps 4-2. The end of March they got beat by Philly, which is vomit inducing, and mm. then they went on a four-game skid and since then, um they went on a six-game heater. Uh who who would we just watch them play on Monday? At Kenward's, they lost in a shootout, they lost in overtime. The Panthers, yeah, yes, uh, to the Leafs, to the Toronto. Tavares beliefs. scored, um, but they won a six-game heater. They, they lost in, with in like OT with ten seconds left. Yep, they got some very. Fortuitous losses by the Isles and the Penguins. After that, so they still hold on to the number one spot in the wild card. They um, clinched
0: because of, some, of someone's loss, which is like the, the, the most hit. I think. Thank yeah. God we clinched, but it's like
1: ah, we didn't yeah. do it. <laughs> so big one against the Canes because the Canes are fighting for first. The uh, Panthers are waiting for the wild card. So let's
0: see if they can do it. Second hottest team and the number one hottest team of the week. We've done it a bunch of times, but again, like Chris said, it's our list, and I dare anyone to disagree with us. Is the Boston Bruins? They're on another six-game win streak. This week, they beat the Blues, the Leafs, Devils, and the Flyers. And most importantly, they clocked their 63rd and 64th win. Incredible. They have broke the record. They're setting milestones everywhere. Bruins, statistically, are the greatest NHL regular season team of all time. Wow. That, yeah, that gets you the hottest team of the week. All right, dude, we're in it. The... Do you change your clothes again? Why do you keep doing this? Well, you're doing it too. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. We got to stop doing this. Well, maybe it's just our playoff outfits. Playoff outfits. We're talking about playoffs, so we got to put on our playoff suits. Makes perfect sense. Eastern Conference is locked. We know the matchups, we know the teams. We've got an official prediction slate to do. Are you jazzed? Dude, I am.
1: Fired up. Yeah, I'm fucking. I always forget pumped. how fired up I'm gonna get, and then they got the playoffs arrive, and I'm just exploding at the seams.
0: Yeah, like the NHL's Instagram always posts is like, if the playoffs started right now, and you're like, oh, cool, cool, yeah. cool. But then when you finally see the tree, when the tree is official, and that hatred starts bubbling, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't realize how much I fucking hate this guy, yeah. that guy, and the and fan bases turn on each other, and it's just blood. You want blood, and here we are you want to just dive in? Yeah. How, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go up and down? Do you want to go... We're going to go Atlantic, Met,
1: up and down. What do you even mean by that? So we're starting in the Atlantic,
0: going up and down. So we'll just do Boston Panthers first. Bruins Panthers. All right, guys, we're recording right now. It's Thursday night. We just watched the Panthers-Hurricanes <laughs> meltdown. Insanity. Absolutely ridiculous game, but game on the line for the Panthers to possibly jump the Islanders in the wild card spots to avoid the Boston Bruins. They couldn't handle the Hurricanes. So, the first round matchup, one versus the 8 seed if you will. Yes. I mean, doesn't it really make sense, but like yeah, if you will. The Boston Bruins will have home ice against the Florida Panthers. Last year's Presidents Trophy winner versus this year's Presidents cool. Trophy. Cool. I didn't even think about that. People live in Massachusetts. They retire in Florida. Wow. Uh, Bruins uh, is a bear. Panthers is a cat. Four-legged thing with fur and t- and uh, claws, fangs and and claws. Wow, this matchup's getting
1: more juicy by the second. Unbelievable, <laughs> They split. I'm pretty sure they split the regular season. Yeah, that's... four four or sorry, two two in four games. Both teams won their home games. Uh huh. And the last one was was with, I'll get into this in a second, but it was with Alex Lyon and Nett. And it's looking like Alex
0: Lyon. Oh, it's not looking like he... He is the goalie. Yeah. Okay, let's dive into this matchup. Bruins-Panthers. Do you... I mean, Bruins fan. Yep. Bruins are the best team we've ever seen. 65 wins officially tonight. Yep. Beating their longtime rival Montreal Canadiens. What do you have? Just right off the top of your head, what do you have this series going? Oh, Who, um, yeah. How many games? Okay, what, so what are you uh, here? let me. I'll start.
1: Uh, the Bruins, the Bruins, like you just said, have been dominant all year. Yeah, uh, it means jack shit unless you win the cup. Oh, dude! New season starts now. Yep. Like it's it is all over. Nothing that just happens matters. It means jack shit unless you win the cup. And for them to win the cup this year, they are going to have to beat several very good hockey. Oh my teams. god. Fortunately for Boston, the Panthers are not a very good hockey team. Yeah, I think that uh, Montour has been a beast in the blue line. Maddie posted another Hundy spot. Barkoff is disgusting, like mm-hmm. crazy disgusting. People don't even realize how disgusting he is. Yeah. Um, for Hagey's good, yeah, yeah, that's like, good. They, uh, but they and they score. You know, the sixth, mm-hmm. fifth highest scoring team in the league, I think. But they have just been fluky all year they they i had them out of the playoffs early when they were horrible early they kind of got hot then i still had them written off because i was like they just they have the hardest schedule they're not going to make the playoffs maddie's dad's calling them soft which they are uh and it just seemed like a lot of trouble coming their way i really respect them they're like i said lion pretty much saved the season would you agree
0: like, dude, yeah, Bob, I, 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 I think I think definitely line gets a ton of credit for being like, dude, if if he didn't step in and perform the way he did that, it looked like they were out of the playoffs. So they they um,
1: <clears throat> let me give you their goaltending, Dan. Because, uh, you know, I al- I talked about this in, uh, even though it didn't fucking work, <laughs> I talked about this in college hockey, where I said Michigan, I always value the teams that have a bad taste in their mouth. They want to redeem themselves. And I think certainly Florida, after winning the fucking President's Trophy last year, was like, that was not pleasant getting swept Dude. out of the playoffs by Tampa. So they're coming in with a lot of fire, but they have goaltending issues. Bob went 24-20-3. <clears throat> mm-hmm awful they're paying a billion dollars to insane. be a 500 goalie spencer knight went nine eight and three and is in the assistance program sending good thoughts to him for real i'm not kidding um yeah i hope he gets well i agree uh and they insert alex Lyon, dude he's 30 year old tendy from minnesota played at yale sick sick uh smart went, yep went undrafted was originally a flyer and then signed a one-year two-way deal with the panthers this past july and then he went nine four and two in his last fifteen or whatever games. He he had uh, I think he was like six until they lost today. He was like six zero and one down the stretch. Mm-hmm. That has saved their season and put them in the playoffs. They're a high scoring team, always have been, and they have maybe a reliable goalie now. But I just think you're playing all of a sudden you're playing against the Vesna winner probably. You're playing against the only team in the league who gave up less than two hundred goals on the season. Yeah. Um. Only goalie in the league with the goals against under two. Yep. The Bruins have been filth at home. I just feel like it's going to be 2-0 before you can blink. Um, I wanted to take a sweep here. But honestly, I think the Panthers are good enough. They have a little bit of play of experience on that roster. And as a fan, I wouldn't actually hate the Bruins losing a game in this first round. Just to get, you know, it's the playoffs, dude. It's not going to come easy. Um, But I am going to take a gentleman's sweep Bruins in five.
0: I like that call. What I'll disagree with you on is I don't think that they, the Panthers have any fire. I don't think that they are carrying any piece of, oh, man, last year we were the president's trophies. Oh, we so fire. disappointing. There is no fire from that. This is a different team they were so limp dick all year that i'm like no dude you don't have like there's definitely guys in that locker room we're like we're not letting what happened last year happen again but it's a totally different thing you just squeaked into the playoffs you're not like oh you don't have the the, the you don't have the ground to stand on being like yeah we're not going to ha- no dude you need to just get into the playoffs and hope to fucking god you don't spin off the wheel here <laughs> yeah you got to be a one seat again to have yeah, maybe exactly. Have the fire. Like, but would you say though on that topic
1: they they did limp in, but there's a difference between um, maybe, you know, being in the top of the table most of the year and kind of free falling and sneaking in and being like very out and, and firing to get in, which is it's closer to what I feel like it's closer to the latter, what they
0: did. I, I suppose, dude, I, I just don't I, I think the mentality is totally different. I, I think the, the, the whole thing for the Panthers right now is great fight, guys. Great fight in these last 20 games we got in the playoffs. Now, let's see if we can make some noise. If you get shit pumped by the Bruins right now, no one is talking shit about Florida. No one. Cares. Everyone's being like this, yeah, I mean Florida lost last year in un- in uninspiring fashion. They squeaked into the playoffs this year and then they lost to the Titan Bruins like whatever. What did anyone expect? They're not you know, they're not facing the music here if they lose. So I think very much they're just like, yeah, whatever, dude. See what we can do. That's right. that.
1: I, I hear you. I almost think the facing the music for them and Calgary, by the way, was their regular season. Yeah, like both th- definitely. They were nasty, and then it was like, okay, you, you just cut the legs off of both of
0: you, and neither yeah. of you should have made the playoffs. Speaking of facing the music, I do want to say now officially, I have to face the music. I predicted the, the Flames to be better than the Panthers. Yeah. And and it's a tough situation. because the What Panthers, were the points, though? The Panthers finished the season with 92 points. The Flames finished with 93. So actually, Ooh. I was right. They were the better regular season team. Ooh. That is interesting. But the Panthers did get into the playoffs, so wow! Just as
1: much as I wish misery upon you all the time, yeah,
0: which is uh, I which do, I, I
1: I respect. I do think, and and I know that everyone goes, uh, it's a results business. You know, you make the playoffs, one team made the playoffs, one team didn't. But I do think whoever had the better record should win that bet. Like the, the flames the had flames more just points. Had more points,
0: dude. Flames had more points. Just it crazy is crazy how
1: close that was, though. Yeah, wild. And, and dude, it was all year <laughs> yeah, too. Ridiculous. They were both just
0: like butthole teams yeah. all year. And man, how many? Can you
1: look up, Brad? Could you maybe look up um, the standings last year? And I just want to see how many points the uh, Flames... leave this. Don't leave don't this do video this. Up. Don't hey, do that. Leave that video up. <laughs> do a different tab. Uh, how many points the Panthers and Flames had? last year because in my mind
0: uh, we cannot we're getting off hockey talk brian why was the search bar we just went to penis is that what it was <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. fucking incredible well what research are you doing for <laughs> liam and will's podcast oh that's producer emily so you gotta ask her that question <laughs> um. Emily was
1: googling penis <laughs> while we were gone <laughs> literally the last search is penis
0: yep so it's either Emily or someone was like fucking with us and came in here and did that. No, it's definitely Emily. We've yep. got to we've got to bring is that amazing. up to Emily on Monday. That's brutal.
1: Uh, okay, so Panthers had one twenty two, and then just click Western Conference. Right, yeah, right there. Flames way down. Yeah, but one eleven. Okay, yeah, they actually were pretty high because in my mind. I, I was like, man, they had a free fall this year, both of them. But then yeah. when you just said they both finished ninety three, ninety two, I was like, that's not that bad. Yeah. But they did have over, they were over one ten, both of them.
0: Yeah, you know, no doubt.
1: If they had dropped one oh
0: two to ninety two, I'm like. But whatever. you know, it is funny when you look at the the Panthers get the last wild card spot with ninety two points. Bruins one thirty five. Toronto one eleven. Uh Tampa ninety eight, Carolina one thirteen, New Jersey one twelve, New York one oh seven. So I mean like it yeah, yeah. It's not bad, but it's also like there's not your, you're not even close yeah, to yeah. the best teams in the yep. league. So yeah. Uh, uh the things I'll say about this series, the Bruins are going to win this series. Um any stumbles? I would want a sweep just based on looking at the teams. If I'm the Bruins and if I'm their coaching staff, if I'm their management, I'm like, guys, this team doesn't deserve to carry your sperm sample. Beat the shit out of them and get out of this round. Lion is an interesting thing for me because he has got that drunk confidence that Bennington had in 2019. Yep. Like You're a guy who is almost out of the league. Now all of a sudden you've got your team into the playoffs in a wild card spot. All of a sudden you could do some fucking nonsense here. He went to Yale, he's a genius. wouldn't be shocked if the Bruins have a little bit of that president's trophy record-breaking holy shit that was disgusting (laughs) was that nate no evan rodriguez he's on a tear dude had a sick assist to moose the other day folks where if you're if you're uh, listening to the podcast we are currently watching the colorado winnipeg game which would jump colorado or dallas i think they're still tied they are yeah this is implications for the uh number one seed in the central and uh yeah colorado would jump dallas if they win anyway um yeah i I wouldn't be surprised if the bruins have a a bit of president's trophy uh regular season record-breaking jitters and they drop a game or two i could see the bruins winning this in five or six i'd like to agree with you here and say five um but yeah I, i don't think they sweep i think they lose a game and i think they lose a game where they're just like the jitters get out, and then they're like, yeah, whatever.
1: Even though I said it was going to be 2-0, because, the, dude, the Bruins' home record, I mean, they've been filth everywhere, obviously, because they've got 1,000 points, but yeah. their home record is moronic. It's moronic. Yeah. That's why I said it's 2-0 before you can blink, but I kind of think, I, it's an interesting take by you, because if they lose one because of President's Trophy jitters, it almost feels like that would be early, right? Like, you almost lose the game one, because you're like, "Ah, oh, Christ, I was just... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, like You might drop go. one at home, but yeah. you're
0: right. Like, it, the, them losing at home, it just... It doesn't seem likely at all, but you never know. I mean, it's uh, this is going to be a wild one. Bruins win. I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think it's in five. I think it's a gentleman's sweep. I hate to agree with you, but I think it would be too much of a slip for them to lose two to Florida. Me too. Uh, so so I think it's got to be five. B's in five. B's in five. Next one in the Atlantic.
1: Oh, brother. Leafs lightning.
0: Wow. You want me to go first here? Sure. Okay, Bolts, Leafs, Toronto, home ice, Toronto, significantly better in the regular season. Yep. Uh, Vazzy is the best playoff goaltender in the NHL right now. Yep. Tampa knows how to win. Toronto doesn't even know how to spell win (laughs) in the playoffs. My hot, spicy hot take that I'm not prepared to, to, to make yet, but the thought has crossed my mind is that Toronto sweeps. <laughs> Dude. It will not happen. Are you sure? Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I just think that I do not believe in Toronto's goaltending at all. And I, I, there's just... When you have a monkey on your back this big, when you have a King Kong-sized monkey, I think I, I, I said this exact quote in, in our preseason stuff. But when the monkey is this big on your back, it is impossible to ignore it. I'm not saying that these guys are mentally weak. I'm not saying that they're going to let it get to them. But even if you are Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares... You are definitely very aware that your team just cannot get over this hump. Because of that, you will lose games. The question is, are they prepared to go get that out of your head, win this fucking game? Win this series, rather. Um, I think this team is so good this year, and yet with how good Boston is and how good Carolina has been and the surprise of New Jersey being so yeah. good there there's been something about Toronto this year that has just flown under the radar Which suits them, right? Suits them so well to just be the second best team in the Atlantic behind the record-breaking Bruins. No one is paying attention to them. Austin Matthews has been able to just score 40 goals, have a mid-80 over point per game season yet
1: again. Most chill 40 Geno's I've ever seen in my life. ever.
0: And they're just, it feels like they're cool customers this year. And I hate to do it, dude. I truly hate it. Do it. But I'm picking Toronto in seven. I think Toronto. Oh, seven. I, I think Toronto does do it. I there's there's no way Tampa Bay gets swept. There's no way they, I want you to take that. I, I, I me too. I'd love to call it. And, and I'd love to clip it. And I'd love the, the I would do love it. the fans to fucking do lampoon it. me. No. Because Tampa is too <laughs> bitch. Tampa is old, dude. I, I I've said it before, I'll say it again. Tampa is old. People are not aware of that. They're not too old, but they are older. They they perhaps underperformed this year. And even with Vazzy and Nett, I just think this Toronto team is different. I think they're going to get over the hump, and I think they're going to fucking crash and burn after that. Yeah, But I I, I think they get them in seven. Uh, And maybe I'm just saying that for for Mitch, (laughs) now that I think about it. I just like want it for Mitch. But I I think that they do do it this year.
1: Okay, you just said Tampa's old, right? That's all I'm hearing. Tampa's, Tampa's old. old. Tampa's tired. And listen, they played an entire. They've played an entire. Extra- I said they're older. They're not too old. Tampa's old. Tampa's tired. They've played an entire extra season. I know over it's, the last insane, three years. it's insane, dude. Literally, like they they've played four seasons. of It's hockey too much the hockey. They played years. too much hockey. But they've got Vassy, like you said. They got Stammer, who's you know another mid eighty, great great season. They got Kucherov at like a buck 12 again, you know, they get John Cooper, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're tested. They're battle tested. This is what I want to tell you. Oh, and, and by the way,
0: they didn't, um, I, I'm immediately regretting my pick dude, because I do believe there's like a, I do believe that these guys, these wily vets, Cooch, Stammer and Hedman are just sleeping giants. Because there's no re- why. Why do we need to like? They see Boston get out the gate like that, and they're like, "This okay, we're not winning the Atlantic. Who gives a shit about home ice with right. Toronto? They're just gonna wake up the second the puck drops. It's gonna be like that uh, in Cinderella Man where, in the in the Max final Bear, round yeah. of the match where <laughs> Max Baer comes out of his corner looking like an absolute mutant about to murder someone, and Paul Giamatti's like, "Oh shit, yeah." It honestly, there's a chance the puck drops in Game One, and. Toronto's like, oh, my God. Stammers like, firing This is monkeys. This is the Tampa of the last four years, and they are going to beat the bag off yep. of us. And, 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 dude, here's another thing that
1: makes you scared if you're Tampa. They didn't load up. Like, it felt like fucking everybody else in the East did. Every contender in the East yep. did. B's getting guys. Ranger's getting guys. Kane's getting guys. They did uh, what they always uh, do. Toronto getting guys. They, went they out, did their you thing, know. right? If I'm Tampa, even with everything I just said, with all these guys, Sleeping Giants, all that shit— this is that what I'm hanging my hat on, Dan. Check this out. Talk to me, Braden Point. CP stats over here, dude. CP stats a lot. Braden Point is having the best year of his fucking career. Okay, he has. He just tucked two tonight to put him at his 50th and 51st. He's got 51 goals, 95 points on the season. Yeah. Okay. Listen to me right now, Dan. Three years ago, in the playoffs, Braden Point. A team-high 14 goals, 19 assists. One point behind Kucherov for most on the team. Cup. Two years ago, Braden Point in the playoffs. A team-high 14 goals. Second in points to Kucherov. Cup. Mm-hmm. Last year in the playoffs, Braden Point. Hurt. They lose in the cup finals. If you have the guy, and Kucherov's been the leading scorer and he's the man, but if you have the guy who has been stirring the drink for you every year you've made a, a, won the cup, and now he's having the best year of his life. I am terrified if you're playing them this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Braden Point. You Remember, dude, I we are talking about the Bees. But Point the two of- years that the Bees went to the Cup, uh, not 2019, but 2011 and 2013, David Krejci led the playoffs in scoring. And it was kind of like, man, we kind of go as Krejci's going here. Now, yeah. I'm not saying Braden Point's the best player on the Lightning. Maybe he is this year. I mean, Kucherov's filth. But I'm not even arguing that. I'm just saying... When Braden Point is going in the playoffs, they seem to hit another gear, and to enter the playoffs with Braden Point having the best career of his career is scary.
0: Yeah, that there is no doubt about that, dude. And, and I mean, shit, man. Yeah, you, you, like he's him and Kucherov are playing so well, you do fear that, right? You're like, damn. Yep. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this at
1: all. Okay, but then the Leafs they won. The Leafs won 50 games in a season for the first time ever in their franchise history last year. Mm-hmm. Just did it again tonight, 50, 50 wins. Uh, Marner, I think, did he get hung at 99? I, I think Marner finished the year at uh, 99, yeah. Okay, but still, monster year for Mitch, right? We just said Matthew's having the quietest dominant year ever. Nylander's got 80, high 80s points. Dude, that's one of the funny things
0: about Toronto uh, Everyone, t- uh, Marner is leading the team, having a career year. Matthews, like we j- have said three times now, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, he's been quiet. He's been quiet. Yeah. Marner finished with 99. Um, He's been quiet. He's been quiet, but he had like 84 points and 40 goals. Dude, Nylander and Tavares are both having yes. monster years. Sick, dude. And they're playing, and dude, like they have other players who are playing phenomenally. So it's it's And the Nylander crazy. one, I
1: think is super helpful because... That's the one, I feel like that's always been the underperformer, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, Nylander's just not doing it. And, and now he very much is, okay? Um, you got, you went out and got Ryan O'Reilly. You got Luke Shen. You got Jake McCabe. You, you added all the things that we've always asked you to add, yep. right? They, I know the pressure is super high. And they're and they're fueled by revenge, dude, against not only Tampa, but just the world, right? Like I feel like they they just want to bat, they want to fight back. They want to clap back one time against everybody who's mm-hmm. always writing them off. So I think that's huge. And I really think that uh a guy like Ryan O'Reilly is actually super helpful in these moments. He's been there, he's won a consmite, he knows what it takes. Yep. If they go down early. And I'm not saying they don't have the leaders in that locker room. They do. Tavares is a leader. Matthews is a leader. But I just think some it's helpful to have these seasoned vets in the locker room. So I think that's going to make a huge difference. And I felt this way last year. Even though the Leafs had a better record last year than they did this year. I'm interested on your take on this. Mm-hmm. The Leafs had a better record last year than they did this year. But in this matchup last year compared to this year, last year I didn't feel – I think I thought the Leafs were better than Tampa, but maybe by like this much. And this year I'm like, the Leafs are better than Tampa like by more I agree that's like I I think they're they're significantly the better team okay uh the best home team in the league this season was who Dan Uh, Boston the Boston Bruins do you know who the second best home team in the league was Tampa Bay Tampa Bay (laughs) do you know who the third best home team in the league is no Toronto wow so
0: Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. It's
1: it's a series that could go 2-0 Toronto at home, and I don't think Tampa cares. Yeah. They just hold home ice. And God forbid, Dan, if Tampa steals one in Toronto, yeah, you they're like, once. we come home and it's 3-1. I do think... Man, that's rattling. It's crazy, dude. I think uh, <clears throat> there's going to be multiple overtimes in this series.
0: Oh, me too. Multiple overtimes. So Both, something in-game and, and different games. Something I wanted to bring up to you, uh, We, we you, you look at the matchups of these teams, and the, the goalie matchup is not even close. It's not even worth discussing. Obviously, Tampa has the edge. We talk about these guys scoring points for this team, and I always hate doing this because when you look at a team and their rosters and who has points... It's, it is always lopsided. You know, you're going to have your several guys with a great amount of points and, and blah, blah, yep. blah. The Toronto Maple Leafs, Marner leads the team 99 points, Nylander after that with 86, Matthews after that with 85 and 73 though. Yeah. Tavares after that with 80. And then after those four, who are their big four, mm-hmm. the next guy is Michael Bunting <laughs> with 49 points. There is a 30 point drop off after their top four guys. And then, and a, after that, it's, you know, 49, 41, 39. 30, it's, it's now yeah, like yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the yep. th- 30s or below. And I look at that and I'm like, is that cause for alarm? Is that a, oh shit, you guys have a top heavy problem? But you then look at the Bruins, like we talked about. Yeah. What I was about to ask you the B's are pasta with 111, then Marshand with 66. Yeah, it's a fucking 50-pointer. Berg with 58, (laughs) Zaka with 57, Krejci with 56. But the the difference is they have seven guys with 50 or more Mm -hmm. and nine guys with 40 or more. And that is not the case with Toronto. It's not that different. But I look at a guy like Bunting after your top four, and I'm like, is Bunting going to give you that oomph in the playoffs? I don't know. So I think... Yeah, man, I'm not sure. I I genuinely think
1: this, and I swear to God, I wrote this before we even spoke. I think this series is is going to come down to fucking bounces. The double OT hit someone's shin and fell in, you know, tap in for somebody. There's going to be a couple games that teams look back on during this series that goes, we could have had that one easily. Yeah. And I think it's going seven. And again, I swear I wrote this before. I'm going Toronto. Oh, wow. Just because they're just
0: better and it's, they're it's better, too dude. much, dude. Like well, you can't you, lose uh, I'm year. I'm really relieved. I thought you were going to be like, it's Tampa in fucking six, dude. No. Uh, I'm really relieved you said that. Dude, that is it for me. Toronto is better. Yeah. They're a better team. Goaltending is going to be monumental. If Toronto comes out and their goaltending fucking leaks, you're dead, dude. You yeah. are so dead yep. so fast. So I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, I but I, but I think what I, I, I really love that bounce call where I, the other thing that I think is going to be so crucial with this, dude, Tampa can beat you so many ways. Yeah. They can beat you with literally any of their four forward lines. If Toronto wins this series, those big four need to perform. Your yes. bottom six ain't winning you this series, dude. Correct. So if those guys don't come out and drop their fucking nuts on the table... They, have, they are losing. And if one of them goes cold, too cold, I mean, there's a world maybe where Matthews goes nuclear and drags them through, but if one of them goes real cold, if Nylander disappears, yeah. you have lost. <laughs> Dude, so those guys right. need to fucking play. And I what, I what will be
1: fascinating, we're way getting ahead of ourselves, but what will be fascinating is if, they, if this does happen and they get out, let's call it seven, it's either one of those, now we're winning the cup because all we needed was to just get over the top. Or they go, I am exhausted. I think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> so that. was the Super Bowl, and they get swept by the beat. I think it's that. <laughs> I think they go like this, we fucking did it. Yeah. And then they get steamrolled. And yeah. I'm like, good, dude. Good for you. Unbelievable. Okay, wow. So we're aligned so far. Let's move yeah. to the Met. And we're going uh, the by the skin of their teeth division winners, the Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Islanders. And I feel bad for the Canes because coming into this season... I think we put on the tears that it was, um, you know, it, it, this could have been the year. It felt like Cupper bust for them, and they were the one seed, right? Like yeah. well, one of the one seeds. I still feel like it is, um, but they were just getting better. Oh, oh Sir, penalty, penalty shot! shot. Yeah, he has got it. All right, we're gonna watch this, but I'm gonna keep talking yeah. in the meantime. They, uh, after that Eastern Conference Finals loss to the Bruins in 2019, which felt fluky for both teams, mm-hmm. right? Like neither of us should have been there. They went. First round loss to Boston, second round loss to Tampa, second round loss to the Rangers
0: yep. last year. And, now and it just are.
1: kind of felt like, okay, like they, you know, the Canes of the team, I'm, they were I'm all the preseason cut,
0: picks. I'm going to cut you yeah. off if you're going to take, no, you can keep going. I didn't want you to, because I, I have something to say about this. I said to you the other day,
1: I can't remember. You Say it again. I'm going to wait until we get into this. Okay. Um. So they looked like the team. Then they lost, lost patch to start the season. Uh-huh. Fucking nightmare. And then they had the big name go on long term well, IR. They
0: lost Patches, then Patches came back and then got hurt again. Oh, that's right. Like, it was like it, The, first it was game. the yeah, most yeah. whiplash ever. Yeah. And then yeah.
1: The big name go on IR.
0: Smetch Nika Andre is Kasha. gone <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what's a real a huge miss by you is you could have said Andre. Yeah. You could have been like, There's a lot of, they lost Andre and I'd have been like, I know a and you're like, No, no <laughs> Dude, I'm kidding because it actually hold is Hold on, hold on. Lars L penalty shot here.
1: Going wide. Going and wide. Speed. Oh. <sighs> I'm not a do watch. I don't, that's
0: not, I don't think that's Connor. Oh, who's in? I don't
1: know. It should be. Um, nah, it should They're locked in. Uh, he and I I don't mean to drag Kasha. He's probably played his last game in the NHL ever, and that is sad. Um, but he is also a long-term IR. but so yes, Dan. The poor guy. Svechnikov, um, the the speed demon himself. That one hurt real bad. Uh the islanders were such an interesting club uh they i Sorry. felt like when they traded for horvat we all made jokes like i was like aren't you sellers what is going on here Are you mm-hmm. making a push then they got in credit yeah. to them um
0: thank god they got in after that horvat comment after that horvat trade and then that horvat comment yeah. <laughs> well the trade after they extended him i was kind of like doesn't matter if you don't get in like Fair. you you made a great trade for for a big player and he's locked up but after his comment about vancouver if they had missed playoffs too that would have been tough. brutal so so the
1: islanders were they scored the 23rd most goals in the league which is brutal the canes let up the second least amount of goals in the league yep however the canes were 17th in the league in goals for the islanders 10th in the league in goals against they're both strong at home carolina's really strong on the road islanders horrible on the road but dude you know where i was going they have one x-factor Sorokin, Sorokin, he is third he, best save percentage in the league, yeah, behind Olmark and Gustafson, I think. He is one of the few guys we talked about pedigree last week, right? He's one of the few guys. What year is he in the league? Like, was he on these Eastern Conference Finals teams?
0: Uh, ah, I don't. Fuck, that's embarrassing. I should know that. Um, let me look that up. So, yeah, if if he check that out, Bri just click on his. Go
1: down the Hockey Reference stats. Keep going. One more. Yeah. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, this so three, is this so, is his third year. I so like, one of those last year, did they go to the did they go to the Eastern Conference Finals that year? No, 20, that was the COVID year, right? So no, no, yeah, no, yeah. So I guess he wasn't, but he's he's one of those guys with or without playoff experience that can steal you a series if he gets it in his bag.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And then this is this is really his first big test. I mean, this is his playoff hockey, um, and. You know he has he has seven games, four wins, one loss. Five five started, four wins, one loss, uh, and that was the twenty twenty one season. Um, but you know, like you're a wild card team, yeah. you're playing an incredibly good team. But like you are a guy now, you are a top five goalie in the league, top three probably. I think there's a lot of people would say you are the yep. best goalie in the league. So, so Sorokin is he is the best goalie in New York. Sorry, Rangers wow. Fans. I, I don't even think it's debatable. Me neither. Look at the fucking numbers. Sorokin yep. is better than Shostakin. Yep, uh, but. This will be a big test for him. It is a big, you know, put your money where your mouth is. It's, it's a brutal matchup for you. You yeah. don't have the team that you don't even have close to the team that Chesterkin has in front of him. And you're still doing what you're doing. Like, this guy's a weapon. So as good as Aho is, uh-huh. as good as Burns has been, we heard today that
1: uh, Hurricanes most goals by any team in the league by defensemen. defenseman. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. As good as Natchez is, he's having a great year. Hold on, year.
0: clarify that again. The, the the Carolina Hurricanes have Scored the them. most goals by defensemen this season than ever before in the NHL the, in the league this
1: year. I don't oh, know in the league. Before, okay, they just okay. have the most yeah. goals by defensemen yeah. this year. Um, so you know, as good as Nature is, Svechnikov maybe Aho, but Svechnikov was on pace to be their leading scorer. Hundred. Like that was yeah. a he, he, massive, was he was their all-star. Massive loss. Best best goal scorer, and it's not close. So he's out, right? Yeah. And with of all the playoff teams, Carolina has the third least amount of goals for. If Sorokin gets hot, I think the Islanders can score just enough to do it. Give me the massive upset in the first round Islanders in six. In six? Because they're going to do it at home. Wow. Love
0: it. Okay. Uh, I think the Carolina Hurricanes might be Fugazi. (laughs) Oh, shit. I think the loss, the permanent loss of patches was brutal. I think the loss of Svechnikov is devastating. And I think that they have, they had a nice little cushion atop the net that almost got chipped away here. Yeah. And they have been struggling. They got a good little win there against the Panthers to lock it up when it mattered. But I think that they are weaker right now and have been in the last 20 or so games than people are genuinely aware of. And I think when Svechnikov went down, we posted something on the Instagram and a lot of hurricanes fans were like we're fucked dude like yeah you don't realize how important he is for our offense we are fucked and i think that there's a very serious reality that they are and they were stumbling hard down the stretch
1: yes they sure were one in three in their last four and tip before the win tonight in a clown show
0: game yeah they sure are so i love that pick by you i think that the the hurricanes are in a tough way i said it either er, or earlier this episode or last episode your goalie is Frederick Anderson. Like I don't really know what the fuck is going on there. He is way better in Carolina than he was in uh Toronto. But, you know, last year against in my opinion a very soft penis Boston Bruins team. Yeah, oh my god. You dude. won. <laughs> Do you like that, Ryan? It's quite the analogy. It's I'm telling you. <laughs> they uh they lost in 7 to that Boston team. They they won. They're, sorry, yeah. they won in 7 to that Boston team. Then they lost in seven to New York. And they were doing that home bullshit. Remember? Yes. Like they just could win, win, it at win home, home That's yeah. it. This is what the take that I was going to say. And this is, Brian, get ready to clip this. <laughs> I think we will find out the, and, and injuries aside, injuries aside, I think we will find out this year if the Carolina Hurricanes are the Colorado avalanche of last year. And I'm not saying they need to win the cup. Yep. They need to at least go to the Eastern Conference Finals. We will see if they are that team that's like, we are getting better. We're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Or if they are the San Jose Sharks of the last 10 years. And I, I worry that it's the latter. I think that this Hurricanes team might just be a classic, dude, we're sick every year in the regular season, but then we don't have the, the nails to get through to the final. The it's I love I love the comparison and, and, and the I love thing. it they are one of the two dude. Yep. they like if if you don't make how good the east is is so tough but dude teams are always going to be good yep and if they don't make a legit run here you never will you never will
1: I love the comparison I think this year if it if it blows up they were a little hard done by due to the injuries. Yep. You know, it's hard it's to be like, factor. oh, you're the Sharks. But you got, you're got you like, factor. wow, two huge players got hurt. Uh, but, dude, Schmert last night, shout out Schmert, said he was like the most, the biggest winner on the squad, the biggest winner employed by the Hurricanes is Rod the Bot. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that, that's where it's coming from. It's not on the ice. Yeah. And I, he's kind of right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I the, the biggest thing for me was... When I, when I thought it was going to be Panthers. I thought it was going to be Canes-Panthers. And I was like, you know what? Carolina doesn't score that much. The Panthers score a million goals. I might take the Panthers over them. And then when it flipped to Islanders, I was like, well, I might have to change that pick. But then I was like, well, no. Carolina doesn't score that much. And now they're going against Sorokin. Yep. So the Islanders don't score that much either, which makes it scary for me. Yeah. But if you just if you contain Carolina and every game 2-1, then who gives a shit if you're the Islanders you don't score
0: that much? Yep. Win, that, win these low and, scoring And too. that's true. With that said... I think I agree with everything you said. I I think Carolina gets past this. I think they beat the Islanders because the Islanders, man, they just, they've, what what am I worried about on that team, dude? What are you doing here? What am I worried about? Who invited you here? It's like, Bo Horvat is good. Brock Nelson's a good player. But like, none of those guys terrify me except Sorokin. And, and, And I don't think Sorokin is going to single-handedly topple cuz that's really what it is a 113 point team. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen, but I think we're going to see this struggling Carolina team and it's going to take them seven. Okay. And I I I I don't think that that the Met winner has any business going seven games yeah. against that New York Islanders, but I do think Carolina is going to. And I think it's that is going to wear on them and I think that whoever wins the new york new jersey battle is going to see blood in the water when they get to carolina and they're going to beat the shit out of them
1: i agree with that yeah if they get there which i think they will okay this next series devils rangers i think even with the colossal leafs lightning series this is the series i'm most excited about me too in in the
0: and 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 i'm saying right now with my prediction i have no idea you I, don't even I, know what you're going to say yet? No. Oh. I don't know what I'm going to say, and I have no idea how this is going to go. I think that these two teams are so insanely similar. And Dude, can I interrupt because I have this? <laughs>
1: Devils have home ice, yep. right? Which is terrible for them. They played better on the road. They kind of corrected that, but they played better on the road. Crazy thing is, and I didn't know this, so did the Rangers. Good road teams. Check this out. Devils at home this year. 24-13-4. Rangers at home this year, 23 13 and 5. Yeah. Devils on the road this year, 28 9 and 4. Rags on the road, 24 9 and 8. Yeah. This is a fucking bloodbath.
0: That I'm telling you, they're incredibly similar teams. It's ridiculous. Incredibly similar teams. Um,
1: I think Chesty is the better goalie. Chesty but is. Which, the- but which Chesty are you going to get?
0: Yeah, which is so huge. Shesty is the better goalie, no doubt. They have the advantage there.
1: Um But Vitek's no slouch, even though we chirped him in the tears and got lit up about it. Uh he's no slouch. But His numbers aren't good though. And Dan, he's like he's not top ten in anything. Ask me how many playoff games he's played in his career. How many, Chris? Three. Not a lot. In one in one game in 2020 slash twenty one. And sh- but Shesty has what?
0: why don't you look I that up right because he went to three rounds last year yep and did he how many games did he play the season before that in the playoffs yeah prop was he their
1: starter in the playoffs two years ago? that's what i'm saying find out i think I he think so. i think he has literally if you go to hockey games. reference yeah bro- oh, oh right there
0: you go. a oh, 10 wow. and 10 record in 21 games goals against of 2.61 not good but and no nine, that's not horrible and 9.28 is, 0.928 is great 9.28 is great and and he was great last year listen to this yeah there you go i was like i think he played one game and yeah, there oh, you wow. go good call
1: so Dan, vtech in 2020 2021 he had a say, played one game had a save percentage of 0.75 he only oh, faced four shots that one, and I think he got hurt. I can't remember. Yeah. In twenty one, twenty two, he played two playoff games, went one and one, and had a save percentage of 0. .863 and a goals against a four point two one. That's his playoff. Not resume. good, dude. Not that is good not at all. going to cut it. The Rangers are fucking deep. You've got Panarin ninety plus, the bread man. You've got Zeba ninety plus. <sighs> Uh, Kreider went over 35 goals, and I gotta give him credit for that, because I, after the, he'll never do the 50 again, but I was like, I don't even think he would sniff 30 again, and he went 35 plus, big ups to that, Fox 70 plus, you got the kid line as your third line, which is fire. Ugh,
0: dude, they're the most fucking... It's just a fun third line, though. I know, they're just you know? such a fraudulent, everyone's like, dude, they're the deepest team ever, best fucking third line in hockey. Bad Vlad. The kids are so good.
1: Are they good? Well, I don't think they're like that good. I just think it's a good third line or it's a fun third line. It's exciting third line for the playoffs. Bad Vlad comes in and goes 21 points in 30 games. You bring in Showtime, Patty Kane, 12 points in 18 games. Knows a thing or two about winning a cup. Thing or two or three about winning a cup. But I look at the devils, dude, and they have their Adam Fox answer and Dougie Hamilton, right? He's better D-man, according to you, I would say, on defense alone. Agree or disagree.
0: Yeah, Adam Fox is better than Dougie.
1: Okay, but I think they're pretty comparable. You know, Dougie's in the Norris conversation. He's a great player. They have Jack Hughes, who has been a fucking stud all year. Breaks the Devil's record. Finished with, what, 98, I want to say. sure and Brad have been excellent. Mercer's been good. Tatar's been good. You bring in Timo. Timo's got 14 points in 20 games. Luke Hughes is up, dude. Sometimes you just get jumped from these young guys. Here's what I think, Dan. I don't think the Rangers are cocky. I don't think they're looking past the Devils. I think they're way too professional. I don't for think that. the Rangers are cocky either. I think Rangers fans are cocky. Me too. Me too. But the Rangers are not. I don't think they're looking past the Devils. They're way too professional. They got guys that have been there. I know that everyone is pointing to the Devils' lack of playoff experience, mm-hmm. which is a fucking thing, right? Oh, no, I know no. everyone's pointing to that. But I actually, <laughs> I'm looking at it in a different way. I kind of think the Devils are just a bunch of kids out there. Having the time of their life. Luke Hughes is scoring overtime goals. They're on going on heaters. They're
0: drinking Gato. Big empty netter Colorado goal means Colorado jumps Dallas. Uh, Dallas might be winning, though. Let me look right that now. up while you keep going. Just keep talking about the Devils.
1: But they're going on... Dude, they just... You know, Dan, answer me this. Why don't they let kids <laughs> drive cars or drink alcohol or buy weapons? Because they're irresponsible. And dangerous. Yeah. I think kids are dangerous. They are? I'm taking
0: Devils in seven. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Dallas beat the Blues. Okay, so nothing. So Dallas changes. still Dallas State, a point yeah. up, but like
1: they're done for the season, and Colorado has one more game tomorrow. Yeah, but this was a huge they had win. To win. Yep. Yeah,
0: they had to win, so it remains a one point lead. So tomorrow, we'll we'll see. Okay, um, everything you said is dumb. No. <laughs> is so interesting man I, i keep going back to what we said at the very beginning these teams are so similar it's wild dude um experience is experience dude yep can't teach it uh the rangers you know we could even go back as far as like eight years here have had a get over the hump problem too yes um I think that the Rangers would have wanted to, and it's a tall task to say when you're going up against a dynasty team, but I think that they would have said they would have liked to have beaten Tampa last year. And oh they my not. God, yes. Uh, I think that they are having... D- when you look at the performances of certain players last year, you're having down years from certain guys, Kreider being one of them. I think. I have to say,
1: keep going. I'd like to look at I, his careers. I think uh, you
0: points. lost Strom. I'd actually like to... Um, Bri, can you look up uh, Ryan Strom's points last year with the the Rangers? Dan
1: Kreider, this is the most points he's ever had in a season. And he only has 54, but uh, in his career. Except for last year, which was moronic.
0: Yes. So it's, it's almost not, it's not but a he's, down but he, But he's always floated around that. Like yes, yeah, 54, Yes. 54, Prider's 52, a, Prider's a 50-point guy. And then last year he went nuclear and he had, what, 70-something? 70 77. 77.
1: Dude, 52 goals, 25 assists.
0: So, Stromer, so Stromer last year, Bri, had, what, 54 points in 74 games? So you replaced him with Trocek, who has 64 points in 82 games, which is, I would say, a little bit better pace. Yeah. 10 games less, 10 more points. Yep. Um. And, and Strom wasn't going to get 10 in those 10, so maybe 5, we'll call it. So, like, Trocek's been a 5-point better guy. Yeah. So, like, there you go. Good good replacement. I, and I think Tro- Trocek started pretty slow this year. But I also wonder how much Trocek's points are being statted, or, uh, padded rather by some of the guys around him. You go out and you add Kane and Tarasenko. They've been doing pretty well. Yeah, I'll, you know, just, I mean, Kane slightly under point per game. Yeah, it's 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 Kane has twelve and nineteen. Tarasenko has twenty one and thirty one. Yep. You know, they're they're both guys who have cups. They know how to win. They're going to be very valuable to this team. I think Drury did a phenomenal job adding. The Devils, to your point, and I. I'm not just regurgitating what you said with your fun little analogy. The Devils are way more dangerous, in my opinion. The Rangers have had the most Jekyll and Hyde season for such a good record. Yeah. Because they'll ha- they would come out and just poop their pants in games constantly. For, for stretches. Like yes.
1: After they got those big signings, we were like, oh shit, here they come. And the Rangers are real. And then they would like
0: dump four in a row. Uh, we, we had that post where I was like, the Rangers are a problem. And yeah, like then they just go on these skids. And it makes me worry, are you a, you could go on a skid right now in the playoffs and you lose four games and you're done. So I don't, man, like, I don't think that this Rangers team is as dangerous or scary as I have felt they have been in the past. Past seasons or or this year you mean? Past seasons. Okay. And, and and even this season, like, yeah, like they're, they're right now. They I don't think that they're in a form. They they're in the they are not right now in the best form that they have been this year. But that doesn't matter because right. the playoffs start. You just got to start doing yep. what you're, what you're going to do. I think to me the the Devils are more dangerous. I I look at the Devils' offense and I am more afraid of the way those kids are playing. I'm way more afraid of the way Jack Hughes is playing. Jesper Bratt is playing, Nico Heischer is playing, than I am about Ziba and Panarin. Uh, Ziba and Panarin are the only guys that I think are, like, dangerous right now in the Rangers ah, team. Yeah, Like, yeah, you have Tarasenko, you have Kane, you have Kreider. <laughs> you got the kid line. Oh, yeah. my God. But those two guys are the only ones that I'm like, these dudes are savage. Yeah, they can hurt you out of nowhere. But right? those two yeah. dudes are also pass-first guys, which I'm like, that's interesting. Yep, They can score. They can both score. Regardless... I do not think New Jersey is ready. I think that this is going to be a slugfest back and forth, like one, 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 one. I think it's going seven, and I've got New York. I don't hate it, dude. I think that what's crazy about
1: my pick, I have the fucking New York Rangers losing in the first round, and I think they, I would have them over literally every other team except the Bruins. If this first round was Rangers, Leafs, Rangers, Lightning, Rangers, Canes, Rangers islanders or panthers i have rangers pretty comfortably in six against all of them mm. and they might they could pump the devils because there's no experience you're 100 right it's just that that matchup them being so close geographically and everyone's all frothing at the mouth and the devils are just so scary that uh, there's there's something in me just telling me that the devils
0: are gonna, Dude, are me gonna snuff it out right away and and my my this is a logic pick like my yeah the, the the emotion pick for me is New, Jer- New Jersey. I think New Jersey is the more exciting team. I think they're the more dangerous team. And I think just looking at them, I think Jersey fucking wants this series more. And we'll see after game one. Like, I might recalibrate here. But I just think, fucking A, man. New York has gone to at least the second round. Yeah. Like, every year for the past several years, they've got so many vets on this team. And adding Tarasenko and Kane, I'm just like, I think it's going to be a recipe that is too much for this...
1: It might be. Yeah, and the I'm Rangers are nasty. Too. Don't get it twisted. I think they could win the cup. I said to you last week, I think the Rangers, the fact that the Oilers have a better uh, odds than the Rangers was crazy to me because I'm like, dude, the Rangers yeah. are one of the favorites in my opinion, which is maddening, mind-blowing that I'm picking them to lose in the first round. <laughs> but yeah. I just think it was a tough break. Really tough matchup. Uh, I think if I'm a Rangers fan, they probably don't give a shit, but if I'm a Rangers fan, I was rooting for the fucking Panthers today so hard mm-hmm. to ju- have the Devils jump the canes and play the canes mm-hmm. in the first round. I think the Rangers roll the canes me in the too. first round.
0: You know, it's interesting, dude is you know we're not going to do cup predictions just yet we talk about how good the east is uh looking at the way that this is shaken out i actually think the only three teams in the east that i think can win the cup is boston new york and new jersey i i think the canes are broken i don't think or uh and tampa toronto i don't know i don't think toronto can win yeah me neither i think toronto can maybe get past the first time they can't win a cup I don't think they but can. But maybe Tampa could. But n- I don't even know. Maybe I just don't
1: think you can go to four in a row.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's three. I think it's I think it's Boston, I New like York, that. New Jersey. There's, and there- two
1: of them have to play in the first round. Yeah, dude. it's insane. It's I've, I we're both on record hating this playoff format so much because neither of these teams deserve this. Mm-hmm. New York, Jer- New York, and New Jersey
0: specifically, but it makes for good television. <laughs> it sure does. It does. But yeah, there it is: Bruins, Panthers, Leafs, Lightning, Canes, Islanders, New Jersey, New York wild wild slate of playoff games bees in
1: five bees in five yep leafs in seven leafs Leafs in seven seven. islanders in six canes in seven yep devils in seven rags in seven yep
0: rags in seven
1: let's Let's go go, brian Brian.
0: i hate that i'm taking chalk yeah um that's so Well, no you're not the rangers are underdogs technically oh yeah true that makes me feel better there you go Um, Well, that's it, guys. That is our Eastern Conference Playoff Breakdown. Next episode that'll come out on Tuesday, we will do our Western Conference Breakdown. We'll be watching games live. Just gotta wait for the ABS to finish. And uh, this is, dude, I'm like frothing at the mouth like a rabid dog for these playoffs to start. Yep. It's fucking crazy. Let's just hit our last segments, and then we can go. Yes. And like we said, we dropped at the beginning of the episode, breaking news, the Empty Netters podcast is going to two episodes per week. So again, every Monday night, we will record episodes. We'll be watching games live, the West coast games, the East coast games will have just ended. We're going to be doing game breakdowns. What's going on with all the series. And then we will record every Thursday night during the East coast games live. Those episodes will come out Tuesday and Friday. So you guys will be up to date with everything going on. All the games won't be too much time going on between it. Cause we all got to stay dialed with these playoffs. Let's go. Let's fucking go. It's a real legacy stretch for me and Emily. Yes. Yes. Producer Brian and Producer Emily are going to be (laughs) up against it here. So Battling team players. Beautiful. Let's get... Did you change back? I wanted to go back. We weren't talking about playoffs anymore, so I wanted to go back into our non-playoff talk outfits. Oh, okay. Actually, I like that, because clearly I did it too. Yeah, yeah. You didn't notice? I didn't realize I changed. You're like a... uh... Power Ranger. Yeah, you morph I've into your playoff that. suit when it's playoff talk time, and then you come back to normal. Is that your Power Ranger <laughs> yeah. stance? That's pretty good. I if I were uh, <laughs> that's what one were, of his powers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. What were those guys called? Putty. Put, what were the bad guys I in Power Rangers? So.
1: Oh, I, I cannot. Even you know.
0: got a computer right in front of you.
1: Sorry. On it.
0: Let's get into a little bit of I could watch Dan. Yeah. I think it's more like this today.
1: The last one of the year. He's got 65 points in 66 games. Wait, it's the last one of the year? Yeah, season's over. He's got 65 points in 66 games, and it looks like that's how it's going to end, Dan. And do you know why? Because Jack can't stay healthy. Because he got hurt. Lower body. It was going to take a scorching finish, but now we'll never know. And I would like to read something. Please. Jack... On that fateful day in early October, when I saw the line for your over-under point total at 71.5, I knew it had to be a typo. There was no way Las Vegas had suddenly entered the business of handing out free money. So I announced to the world what I've always known, that you're a shining star, and now that you're healthy and settled, we were all about to be rich. I believed you were a point-per-game guy, and I won't apologize for that, because you are. It was always the injuries that were going to kill us, and kill us they did. A groin cost us 14 games in December and January. I spoke to Bruce Cassidy about it at All Stars, and he assured me all would be well. It was nice to hear, even though I never doubted you for a second. If healthy, you would have crushed our mark. What a dangerous word, if. I'd be in the NHL with you, if I could shoot. Dan would be a foot model, if he didn't have such disgusting toenails. If. Together, we dreamed of making shrimp come out of every orifice of Dan's body. Now, alone, I will become a member of the custom jersey crew. But when I put on that sweater and rollerblade down the strand, I will not shed a tear. Because every time it's on my back, it will make me think of you and the time we had together. May the goals and assists pour in for you during the playoffs, Jack, at a rate slightly quicker than they did this spring. I take solace in the fact that you were the leading scorer on the Knights this year. In my heart of hearts, I know it wasn't really about the destination. It was about the journey. (laughs) As I fall asleep tonight, I'll still see that Hattie in Buffalo. Get well soon, Jack. My golden knight, my golden boy. That's beautiful.
0: There's one inaccurate thing about that, and it's that he's not quite a point per game guy, is he? Sixty-five and sixty-six, so not quite. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just, the leading scorer
1: on the team. He's just he's the leading scorer on the shame. team. Did you think someone on Vegas wasn't going to have seventy-two points? No, and obviously Jackson would be the leading scorer. This was the right bet.
0: What a bizarre year for that team. That. 64 points is the leading... 65, it's 65 yeah. points is the leading scorer on the team. How, like It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. And they're in first. They're not, they're not, it's not like they're bad. I would like to extend... Here's the deal. You have to get a custom jersey, and you have to rollerblade down the strand with no <laughs> pants on. <laughs> That's the rule. You have to look like you're wearing a dress. Yeah. You are doing that because yeah. you lost. I lost. You has
1: 65 points.
0: But in solidarity... And for content purposes, I have an offer for everyone here. Emily has to accept these terms as well. Oh, no. Jack has 65 points. Yep. He is going to be back for playoffs. We hope. The goal was 72 points. That is seven seven. points. If Jack gets to 72 in the first round, not if they make the second, that doesn't count. He has one round...
1: If he gets to 72, I will still do the shrimp bet. Dude, that's a lot of points even if it goes 7. He has to get a point per game. Yeah. Okay, but like he knows about this and he'll be watching. Well, he'll I, be no. this will be his own personal goal as well. I want all of playoffs because what if they sweep the shit out of somebody? It's
0: four games. You need him to score 7 points in four. I'll games. give you two rounds, not all playoffs. That's ridiculous. Two rounds. Two rounds. I agree on two rounds. How many how many games per round? Poss- it's it's up to 7. So it's possibly 14 games and possibly 8. Which is like ridiculous that I'm offering this. That's a mm. let's let's but it, say it only be, but it might only be eight. But it might be. But it might be. It might be fourteen. More. And if he doesn't get seven and fourteen, you need to do another jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I get a split in half jersey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Like, if, if if he doesn't get if there's, there has to be an an extra punishment if he doesn't get it. I, I kind of agree. Okay, we'll think of it. Okay, deal. Two rounds. Two, Two rounds. rounds. Two rounds, but a punishment for you if he doesn't hit it. Agree. Agree. And the, the other caveat is he has to play. Oh, yes. Like, if he doesn't play, you I don't to. just lose yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um,
1: we don't really need to do anything about where in the world is Austin Matthews, but no. did you take anything into that game last night? It was a playoff game. Leafs bowl. I mean, it was playoff atmosphere. Well, at I mean, him
0: and night. Marner didn't even play.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's so,
0: dangerous. no. Um, Austin Matthews is sitting comfortably in Toronto right now. He is has the quietest 40-goal season of all time. Uh, as and I mean that in a good way. He is so fucking good. Um, I'll tell you what though, Austin. Austin is in Toronto, but starting Monday, yeah. start, or or whenever the first the movers game are is. on call. No, his bags are packed. Yeah. he he is ready to leave. If you uh, uh, Toronto fans, if you do not make it out of the first round, bye, <laughs> bye. Wave goodbye. He is gone. <laughs> he is gone. So. Be prepared um, Playoff trail I don't have much for you either Dan Devils Was a brutal loss For your boys It sure was But I was so proud of them For that OT Or shootout yeah, win Against sick. Toronto um, Listen there, there. I'm not going to say anything uh, Or Rangers yeah. yeah I'm not going to say anything Because it's not over Yep But it's not We're not. They
1: need a miracle over. But it'd be, it's been fun Yep
0: It sure has um, uh, Let's get into What to watch And let's get on out of
1: here This is probably Going to come out Friday Right Yep Because we're going to Cover some playoff stuff So honestly guys There's two games left In the season Watch them both Yep sabers at columbus maybe they need it abs at preds good chance that's for first place between them and the stars on the line interesting games and then come monday watch fucking everything
0: i was gonna say my only what to watch is the stanley cup fucking playoffs baby next week two episodes per week from the empty netters podcast every single day we got stanley cup hockey multiple games a night All the matchups are absolutely ridiculous. Dial in. We're going to be watching every single game. We're all going to have heart attacks and strokes because it's going to be worth it. Playoff hockey is the best thing in the world.
1: That was so awesome. Thanks, man.
0: With that, we'll see you Tuesday. Skate hard. (laughs)